for tuning in to Simply Our Two Cents, a podcast where a married couple with lots of life experience read stories found online and give their best advice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Simply Our Two Cents. My name is Joshua. My name is Ashley. And we're both married to each other. <laughs> on this podcast, we read people's questions or uh, stories on Reddit or wherever else we can find them on the internet and give our best advice uh, in response to their questions. All right, for our first question, we're going to be reading uh, Am I the Stupid Head? Instead of relationship advice and... Um, I'm actually changing the words around because um, the question is, am I the a-hole? So we're going to call it, am I the stupid head? Am I the stupid head for getting a teacher fired when she wouldn't let my daughter eat in class? I don't know. Based on that, you're not supposed to eat food in class. Were you not allowed to eat in class? I was not. Your mom didn't let you? No. I was homeschooled my whole life. And um, I'm pretty sure my mom let us eat if we needed to. I was going to say, we weren't allowed to eat in class, but I went to public school and we weren't allowed to eat in class. Most classes, some teachers let us, but a lot, most of them didn't. Yeah. It just depended. We did have lunch break and watch Andy Griffith's show mm-hmm. and Cops. So that was good. Good lunch break. But I'm pretty sure if we had snack time or something, we would eat. I forgot. I'd have to ask my mom that. Hmm. All right. My... She's a 47-year-old female, daughter, 13-year-old female, is a type 1 diabetic. And oh, yeah, right? Okay, does that make more sense? Yeah, okay. Already. Keep up. Keep up. She's a type 1 diabetic and sometimes hypoglycemic. Due to this, we set up a 504 that says she can eat a snack in class whenever needed, along with other accommodations. Um, let's just see what a 504 says. According to the um, ADA website... A 504 uh, section states that no qualified individual with a disability in the United States shall be excluded from, denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any program or activity that either receives federal financial assistance or is conducted by any executive agency or the United States Postal Service. Okay. Got to throw in the post office there. So I uh, basically this form is for at schools you fill it out to show that your child has a special need of some kind that's protected by the Americans with Disabilities Act. And that means the school has to follow through with it. Yeah. So like if your child um, it has a wheelchair and there's no way to get to, let's say, class class number three of the day, they have to go down a bunch of hallways to get around uh, stairs and are late to class, they would be given like 
the okay to be a little late to class because they had to take a different route to get to class. She goes on to say, anyways, at one point, one of the teachers, who is apparently a new teacher, denies her a snack while hypoglycemic. What's wrong with being hypoglycemic? Well, your blood sugar is going down, so you need to stabilize your blood sugar and eat. Exactly. Uh, She nearly passes out, but in the next class she is in, the teacher has enough common sense to let her eat a snack before passing out at school. When she told me, I immediately called the teacher. When she called back, I lectured her and told her that she needed to let my daughter eat a snack when needed. She said, snacks are not allowed in class, but I tell her that due to my daughter's 504, she is legally required to give my daughter an exception to that rule and recommended she give it another read. Before hanging up, I tell her that if she does this again, I will contact the principal and let him know. I recorded this call on my husband's phone, by the way. A month goes by, and the same thing happens again. I guess this teacher has a short memory. Hopefully she's not a history teacher. I (laughs) I requested a meeting with the principal, and my husband plays back the call between me and the teacher. I tell him she has done this twice and needs to have a talk with her. Turns out he actually fired her for ADA violations. How do I know? I ran into her at Publix. Is that a grocery store? I think it's a grocery store. We don't have those here. We don't have those here. Okay, so it's probably East Coast. Mm, Possibly. She told me that it's my fault I got her fired over some stupid snacks. And I need to stop raising an entitled brat. Wow. (laughs) Instead of arguing back, I just walked away. Was I really stupid head? Did I actually go too far? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's... First of all, if your daughter's blood sugar drops too low, what can happen? She can go into a diabetic coma. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She could go into a diabetic coma. It's not like she just wants to eat a snack because, you know, she's bored. She wants to eat a snack because she's starting to feel her blood sugar drop and she needs to eat. Yes. It's a medical reason. It's not just for, like, just for funsies. You know those entitled brats wanting snacks in class when they have low blood sugar. Right. That's why I support diabetic alert dogs. Right. Actually, my first book signing was uh, at a Dogs for Diabetics puppy graduation in 2012. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those dogs are so smart. Oh, totally smart. They can smell your body when you have low blood sugar. Well, yeah, they can actually catch it before uh, medical devices can. Yep, before your AccuCheck. They can smell it. Exactly. It's really cool. Uh, Both of my parents were diabetic, um, diet controlled. Mm -hmm. So um, they did have to check their blood sugar. There was one time I passed out and my mom checked my blood sugar and it was low. Uh, Don't know why that happened, but it did. Hasn't happened since that I know of. But yeah. uh, But that's more type two. This we're talking about type one. This is type one. This is type one. Um, Isn't type one where you have to inject yourself though? Type one is is insulin dependent. That means yeah. you're cutting down the sugar. Your body can't produce insulin, so you have to cut the sugar. Uh-huh. If you're eating a snack, you have to give yourself sugar. So your body's producing too much with type one and not enough with type two, right? Yes, type two is when you have to eat food to bring up your blood sugars. Yes, exactly. My mom used to carry around a tube of glucose in her fanny pack. Wow, that's smart. Yeah, I said fanny pack. 
Because this was the 90s. Yes, I, I know because you're old. <laughs> the fanny pack. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I grew up in the 90s too, but yeah, so I, I've had a fanny pack. I, I get it. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, that's smart because that's actually something we're trained on um, as trainers is if you have a client who is diabetic, um, who is a type 2 diabetic, is to have a fast digesting carbohydrate on hand, keeping a, a snack or keeping orange juice when you're training just in case of an emergency. Yes. Oh, so no, you're not the stupid head. The teacher is, however, the most stupidest of stupid heads. I can My un- confusion with this is that I don't, I don't understand how she didn't under- get that it was a medical necessity. I can understand the first time. Like, this girl just wants a snack. She just wants to eat in class, and she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But then when the mom brought it to her attention, oh, by the way, yeah, this is, you know, uh, under the uh, 504... Uh, document that we filled out uh, it's an american uh the ada you have to follow it exactly and then she can she did it again like how do you forget something like that i don't know and do it again i don't know i guess i guess those kinds of teachers are out there but yeah yeah all right i guess we're gonna dabble a little bit into your field soon to be your past field which is serving at a restaurant how many years you have experience in a restaurant 16 16 years experience serving at a restaurant as a server and a shift lead and a trainer yeah it's a long time exactly thanks for the reminder (laughs) (laughs) all right all right next one all right so our next story that's a server story uh titled to the lady who left me 169 that's a dollar sixty nine on your one hundred and fifty dollar check because I wasn't attentive enough. All right, so they say I checked on you guys more than usual, even when you complained that your crown and sweet tea wasn't strong enough. Was I inattentive when I kept bringing you drinks or constantly running to get you extra ranch, or when I had to run downstairs to get an extra crown bottle because you and your boyfriend guzzled that like it was water? Keep in mind, I wasn't serving that day. I was working bar, but management insists on giving me patio tables while I'm working bar. So each time I have to check a table. Wow, this sounds like my work. <laughs> oh my gosh, what if it is? They <laughs> um, say, I'm essentially running a lap from there to the very full bar constantly. But even still, I overcompensated just for this three top because they came in with attitudes. Which led me to having to explain to my very understanding bar regulars that I might not be around as much because of said tables. At the end, I input the tip as zero. If you came in expecting not to tip, then fine. Keep your dollar. The very nice man at the bar just tipped me $100. I don't understand why customers feel the need to try and justify the behavior by claiming I'm a server. Wow. And what's funny is you have stories like this. This is my life. It is. This is my life. Um, here in California, uh, you tip servers if they're good. There's other states where you do not have to tip. And there's other countries that find it insulting if you do tip. But here in California, if your servers do well, you tip based on the service. Not based on your food. I didn't like my steak. I'm not tipping my server. Do you know that the servers are not the ones who make the steak? But if you have a problem with the steak... They're the ones that'll take it back to the kitchen who does make the steak and have them redo it. Correct? Yes. Okay. Don't take out your frustrations on the food on the server or that the temperature of the restaurant's too cold 
on your server. They have no control over that. Or the new mandate in our county, whether or not you have to show the 19-year-old hostess at the door, your medical card, and your identification card. That's not their decision to check that stuff. You can't go into the restaurant being mad at the server for these things happening. It's not in their control. No. They're a server. Exactly. Yeah, you should have tipped way more than that. I would say at least $25. Well, and it's not even... Okay, yes, it's the same amount. The thing is, is that now at this point... And, and it depends. I mean, obviously it depends on where where they are, like what state what they're state? located yeah. or what their restaurant's tipping policy is. Like, because like for me, I have to tip out my departments. So as a server, I have to tip out my bartenders. I have to tip out my bussers and I have to tip out my um, cooks even now and my runners. So all of those departments get tipped based on my sales. So if I have a $150 sale... I'm getting, I'm having a tip based off that sale. I don't get, it's not a percentage based on what I made. It's based off of what I sold. They assume that you're making 15% on tips, correct? Correct. And so there's the state with taxing purposes. Mm -hmm. So if you do not tip a server here in California, basically the server has to pay for you yes. to sit at the table. We're essentially paying for you to 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 yeah because to, sit, the, to, to yes. serve you they're paying taxes on tips that they didn't so actually get really are your servant because we just basically paid to have you sit there and enjoy your meal yeah and if they do get a good tip from someone that's great but they're paying out money to these extra people in the restaurant based off of their sales not the actual tip intake correct and i know this isn't how every restaurant does it i mean in some restaurants even pull all of all of the tips so it's a little bit different um, but I mean, just regardless, I mean, I think the thing too, is if it's like, they're complaining cause you weren't attentive enough. Um, I, I mean, I kind of have a hard time with that. Like I, when I go out, I, I do have a lot of, you know, empathy for, for servers and for, you know what they're doing. But obviously like we've gone out before and we've had our server who's just standing around doing nothing when we actually have something that we need to get fixed. And they Oh my haven't... gosh. What was that? My op Was it yes. avocado salad yes. at Applebee's? Uh -huh, which we've never gone back. <laughs> Name drop Applebee's from seven years ago, six years ago. I don't even remember. It was they a long forgot time ago. to put the avocado on my avocado salad. And I was like, Hey, there's no avocado. Where's our server? Didn't see them. 10 minutes went by. I ended up getting the host, right? It was the host, and they went to the kitchen. Yeah. And they and took my it. salad in, brought it back out with a chopped up half of avocado dumped on top of it. Yes, but the server was actually in the corner watching TV. Yes. So that's, we saw them later. With that, it's yeah. different. But for me, like, if you can clearly see that your server is running around, clearly they're busy and they have a lot to take care of. So you, you need to have some patience. I mean, I understand. I know it's frustrating when you need something, but if there was really an issue, I mean, you could have grabbed a manager. You could have grabbed anybody who might have been out. I mean, if there really wasn't anybody around to assist you, I mean, maybe it's just not a good restaurant. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be kind of interesting to know weird. what kind of restaurant this is, like what kind of food they serve. Oh, and to the Karen who didn't say they think their drink was strong enough. Um, you do know that restaurants have to measure the amount of alcohol they dump in a drink. We do. This is how drinks are made. If you're at home, sure, dump in a half a cup of Crown Royal with your tea. Sure, <laughs> I do that. But yeah, you know, <laughs> at a restaurant, they have a certain amount to make the drink. Like there's, and it's usually one and a half ounces or one and a quarter ounces. 
of a certain alcohol mixed in with lemonade or whatever other drink. Yeah, if it that wasn't strong enough, they could have added an extra shot in there. But you're, I mean, you're going to be paying for you're it. You're going to be paying for it, definitely. But yeah, it is different when you go out because it is measured, and if it's not to your liking, then order a double. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, uh, server, I'm sorry that this person left you a dollar sixty nine. Yeah, that's crap. I would have done the same thing though too. I I don't need your dollar sixty nine. You clearly need it more than me, so you can have your dollar sixty nine. That's just an insult. Exactly. Oh, have you seen the post where people leave the tip inside a glass of water upside down on a table? So when mm. you pick up the cup. Because it sucked into the table when you pick it oh, up, I've, all the I've, water. I've never, I've never seen it in person, but I've seen it on like social I've seen media. Pictures of it, yeah. At least I still got tip though. I mean, sure, the money might be wet, but at least you have money. Or on the tip line, they write "get a new job." Oh, that's just rude. Yeah, it is very rude. Be nice to your servers. You do realize that they're working during and after a pandemic and are around you, and they work hard. So. Tip them, tip them well, 15 to 20%. That's what we do. Usually, best thing to do is double the tax. Just so, be a nice person. Be tip a nice person. Double the tax and then round up. All right, back to relationship advice. Uh, my 25-year-old female girlfriend, who's a 26-year-old female, wanted a break and then broke up with me. I hooked up with someone else. Now she wants to get back together. Ooh, mm. sounds juicy. All right. Basically, the title, a girlfriend asked for a break two weeks ago, which lasted two days, and she dumped me after. She broke up with me saying that she wanted time apart to consider the issues in our relationship. I told her I wanted to stay officially together with safety net of exclusivity and take some time apart in that setting as opposed to an actual breakup. She disagreed, saying we need to fully be broken up and broke up with me. So basically, he wanted to be like together, but on a little break. Basically. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. She told me that she still wanted to be with me, but that she thought we needed to take time apart, which kind of felt like stringing me on. But I think she genuinely meant that. Anyways, I went on a date my friend set me up on last night. Date was great and ended up hooking up with the girl. Uh, Today, the ex called me and told me she wants to get back together. I have not decided what I want to do yet, as I am still upset she dumped me, and there are still some issues that need to be worked on for us to work out. If I do get back with her, I am wondering if I should tell her about the girl I hooked up with or not. Part of me thinks maybe I should, but part of me thinks she broke up with me, so I have no burden to tell her and that it would be better not to say. Condom was used and get tested whenever I have new partners. So no chance of accidental STD exposure to the ex if we do end up getting back together. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Have you ever broken up? Yeah. With somebody on a break and then get back together? No. Oh. Well, that's what this is about. Oh, no. I have not done that. Okay. What if this did happen? Um, well, my thing is like, if you want to break, I mean, there's nothing wrong with taking a break if you just need time to like sort yourself out, I guess. Um, I've been there, but then, um, I did, wasn't really getting the break that I needed. So I had to end the relationship cause it just wasn't good. Um, but my thing is like, obviously if you need the time to sort it out, but obviously like that seems really quick to me, like after a couple days. 
That just doesn't seem, that seems weird. Doesn't yeah. Seem well, weird? it was very quick. Um, but I guess if you knew the person or did Tinder, like you could meet somebody very instantly. I couldn't do something like that. Yeah. I'm not, no. But I, I get, don't know. Well, I guess it de- it depends on what issues they're having. They didn't say what the he didn't say what the issues are. That's true. Maybe that's why I'm having a problem figuring. We don't out. have the context as to what problems you're having with her, and depending on what the problems are, maybe the answer to your question. Like if you really like the person, uh, you like her, and you can work on the issues you had, whatever they are. Like, let's say it's, she doesn't have enough time for me because she's working all the time or going to school full time. Okay. But now she finishes class. She's no longer in school and now she just has job. Sure. Sure. She has more time. Yes. To spend with you. So that would be a good reason to get back together. People get back together all the time for whatever reasons. I know yeah. I did mm-hmm. with my ex. We broke up and got back together. Um, I did see one person while we were separated it didn't last then we got back together but okay well then we can use that then because that's where i was going to get to because i'm i think that gets to the point of like their question is because they've been with somebody else did you tell yes you so you did tell them that you were with somebody else oh yeah um i was actually married to the person (laughs) when we separated so it was my wife Mm -hmm. um my ex-wife now, but, uh, we were on a break and yeah, I did see someone else and I did tell her about it. So, but my life is different than other people's. I'm very much an open book. I'm very honest and will explain and tell my significant other everything about me. Or if they have any questions, like I'll answer them because in a relationship you should be honest and tell your partner everything. Or as we called it, having the talk. Like when we first got serious, we had the talk. And in that talk, we talked about our past experiences and relationships. And that way, nothing was a surprise. Yeah. Going down the line. Exactly. Yeah. So it that's just tell her. I would just tell her. It, that way, it doesn't show up later as surprise. I met somebody and hooked up with them once. While we were uh, split up for, let's say, two weeks. Oh, no, they were split up for two days. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's like... They were split up for two days. Really quick. That sounds like a high school thing to do. I don't know why they're in their mid-20s and doing that. But, <laughs> two days. I don't know. Anyway, um, I would tell her, at least she used a condom. That's good. But, yeah, always I use a condom. I think it's good to be honest. Honest. Be honest. Tell her. Tell her what happened. And, uh, that you didn't expect that you would get back together. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode two of Simply Our Two Cents. Uh, if you'd like to send us a story or a link to a story, uh, you can email us at simplyourtwocents at gmail.com. And the two is spelled with a number two. Simply Our Two Cents. So if you have any stories, just email them to us. Well, everybody, hope you have a great weekend and upcoming week um, as we're coming down to uh, Thanksgiving, which is coming up in two weeks. Yeah, less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Mm -hmm. So everybody have a great night. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll let you know when uh, we drop another episode. Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.